Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Good afternoon, Kevin. Randy, good afternoon. Uh, Always. Happy Friday and snowy, rainy. Uh, it's a way to finish the week, right? Absolutely. 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 But, but Saturday it's will be one clear, way to so do it. Hey, people can get to the game Saturday. The weather's going to be fine. That's we need yeah. to say that. Yeah. Kevin, I'm, 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 I have to be careful of some of the terms, some of the things, words that I use with Rick because. He is so quick to chastise me. Are you going to score the basketball today? No, no, not yet. (laughs) But uh, I can't say this is a must-win game because Rick would. It's important. Not must-win, but it's important. But I'm going to call it huge. How about that? Huge Huge. game simply because maybe not in the big picture, uh, ultimately, of the final standings for the SEC or seedings for the SEC tournament. Right now, they're trying to get back into the picture, or maybe as a, let's just say it, let's get back on the bubble uh, to get into the NCAA tournament. But to me, more than that, Kevin, this is a mental game, in my opinion, for Arkansas, because they've gotten off to such rugged starts. What is the last three years in a row to begin the SEC uh, so, to me, this makes it huge. Didn't say must win, but close. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You said last three years. The last time Arkansas won its SEC opener was against Auburn on the road three years ago. Arkansas promptly came home, got smacked around by Missouri, and the team was off to a 2-4 and four start in league play. It's, it's, it's almost forgotten that they'd actually won the opener. They haven't mm-hmm. won an opener in league play since. Uh, so tomorrow's an opportunity to do that against an Auburn team. Arkansas is 4-1 against Auburn in their last five meetings, but we know this is a different Arkansas team. Uh, so far has not emerged when you start looking at defense. I mean, that's where, to me, if any team under Melsman has an identity, it's defensively. Uh, that, that really has not emerged yet. Uh, 13 games in, we know they've had rough starts in league play, and they didn't have everything figured out at those junctures either uh, but you've already lost four games typically when they're coming out of non-conference play the max has been two losses so there's not a lot of wiggle room i agree with you i wouldn't call it a must win but you you must start to show some signs of life because you're not even on the bubble right now for the arkansas razorbacks and nobody envisioned that going into league play when this whole thing got out of the way in early november when arkansas was ranked 14th nationally and started off 3-0 um, and, and, you know, we know what's happened since. So the good news is Arkansas won five of its last six games. When you look at it from an efficiency standpoint, Randy, I've written a lot about it. I've talked about it. Shooting defensively and offensively, Arkansas is nearly 10 points or better in some cases when you look at two-point field goals and three-point field goal percentages in these last five wins. And that includes Duke. You're playing at home again. Well, you've shown at home you can beat good teams. It wasn't just Duke. I go back to Purdue. No, it didn't count, but that had a 
that had a, a league. I mean, Zach Painter, the head coach of Purdue, told me what after that game, it felt like a Big Ten game to him, a road game. Every, that both teams were trying to win. They were fully loaded. That they were, you know, neither team came in there short-handed. And so I, I'll use that as an example. But Arkansas has shown that it can beat, you know, really good opponents on its home court. I think the next step, obviously, will be learning how to win away from home, which Arkansas will have to figure that out because you got a two-game road swing coming up after Auburn. But let's focus on Auburn for a minute. Got to win that one. I don't. I, again, must win. I would agree. I wouldn't use that phraseology, but I will say uh, Arkansas really. You know, if, if it's been a, uh, I don't know how much of a rough start league play. Say it this way that it can take on and st- and then still have a viable path to be an NCAA tournament team. And so you got a great opportunity at home to get off on the right foot this year and start out with a win. And that's a quad one win, by the way. Auburn's top 15 in net. If Arkansas were to win that game, uh, now the resume's two and three in quad one games. Stanford's had a couple of big wins, has moved inside the top 100 in net. That all of a sudden is Arkansas's first result of the season in quad two. So you could start to see some things maybe going Arkansas's way, but Arkansas, the Razorbacks need to really get a, a win against Auburn uh, and then get off on the right foot in league play. Well, we know preseason predictions mean nothing, but the Razorbacks were picked, what, third in the conference? And that means they were highly regarded. And in order to be in the conference race, you got to win most or all at home, including against a good team. So it's not so much that Auburn's good or it's a conference opener. It's it's really defending the home court because, as you mentioned, the next two games are on the road. If you split, if you win the first at home and split those, then you're off to a great start in the league. Agreed. And you know this has been a, you know it's an Arkansas team that. Um, Again, at home, at home, there's the loss to Greensboro, so we we can't ignore that. We we know they can be beat in Bud Walton Arena this year because uh, it's already happened, and it didn't happen against the opponent that you probably think Arkansas should have beaten. Um, but then I, I go back to previous games, and Arkansas has not been perfect in winning. Uh, we know that, but the 16-point win coming off of that against Wilmington, that was a dangerous opponent. had already gone on the road. And upset Kentucky, a ranked Kentucky team, a top ten Kentucky team. Now it was twelfth ranked when they upset them, but also a team that was really good on the road. Had a really, uh, I think, five and one coming in to that Arkansas game. And the Hogs had their largest winning margin. You have to go back to game two and the win over Gardner Webb. That that was the sixteen point win over Wilmington was Arkansas. So Arkansas's been got some momentum in, on some levels. Again, five wins out of the last six. Uh, it's not like Arkansas's kind of limping into this game wounded or you know, uh, playing really bad basketball. Conversely, Arkansas's not been very good in the hustle categories. I mean, it was all Arkansas could do to get draws and offensive rebounds, steals, turnovers, and, and all of that against Wilmington. Now you're playing teams that are more athletic, bigger, more depth, more talent. I mean, this is high major basketball, so you've got to find a way to, to hold your owner better if you can. Um, on both ends of the floor in those hustle departments. I think that's been the biggest issue for this team, whether it was losing three out of four, even these five out of six wins, Arkansas still struggles in those areas. Kevin, when you look at Baylor's uh, – Baylor, if you look at uh, Auburn's schedule, they opened with Baylor and lost that game. Uh, yes. But you look at their schedule overall, Auburn's schedule overall, uh, the, they played St. Bonaventure. That used to be a decent program. Notre Dame, uh, since uh, Mike 
uh, you retired. Bray. Bray. Since he's retired, yeah. I'm not sure Notre Dame is at the same level they were previously. No. Virginia Tech. Uh, Auburn handled them handily by 17. Uh, the giant killer is all of a sudden becoming App State. They lost to App State 69-64. Now, the game was at App State, which raises yeah. the question. That had to be a payback in some way. Rolled easily over Indiana. Uh, the rest of the, these games, uh, maybe Southern Cal, but then they beat mm -hmm. Southern Cal by 16. Um, but yet when you look, forget those numbers to a degree, when you look at what Auburn is doing, regardless of the competition, they're averaging right at 85 points a game. The number that concerns me is the points that Auburn is allowing, 66.7, yeah. which tells me Arkansas might find itself in some really tough situations. Here we go, Rick, trying to score the basketball. Auburn's <laughs> plus score. 18. In scoring margin, you went through some of the teams that Auburn, wow. that Auburn beat, and they beat them. They really put the beat down on some teams. They did lose to Baylor. They lost to App State. Those were close games. But that plus 18.1 scoring difference ranked 13th in the country in Division One, Randy. Um, so it's a good basketball. It's a veteran team. And they're, most of the guys, uh, they, they brought a lot of guys back, guys that have been playing for years. Um, and then, you, you know, you got some key pieces out of the portal. But here, I think Arkansas, when you look at Auburn, their top 20, when you look at KimCom.com, uh, efficiency ratings, both offensive, defense, top 20 in both. It, it's 10th in KimCom overall, 15th in net, 25th ranked in the polls. The polls seem to be a little bit behind based on what the analytics are saying. But everybody's got a – it's a different season now. This is SEC play. Um, I don't – as well as Auburn's played in games, I don't know that it's going to come in – to Fayetteville and, and have that kind of margin. I think Bud Walton Arena adds an element. And every opportunity that Arkansas plays is an advantage. Uh, doesn't mean they're going to win every game in BWA, but I do think that – I think this is a close uh, – you know, uh, you know, there may be some folks that, that think Auburn's, you know, can't miss here, but I don't. I think I, I actually give a slight edge to Arkansas because it's a home game. I might, I might have mentioned that earlier in the week, but I, I think it's advantage Arkansas not by much. I'm not predicting a surefire win, but I think going into it, I feel better about Arkansas's championship. All right, when we come back, Kevin, let's talk about key matchups in this game. One of the key matchups, in my opinion, is going to be matching up with Johnny Broom, since Arkansas loves to play man-to-man. -man. Yeah. But we'll talk about that in a moment. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net, thanks to fence brokers and let's do this again to honor now let's go to arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst kevin hoop scoop mcpherson for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball made possible by fence brokers fence brokers going the extra mile all right kevin right before the break i kind of teased you with yeah. uh, the matchup question and that is Johnny Broom is going to give, I believe, Arkansas maybe some fits on the inside. That front court's going to be challenged, but let's talk about matchups in general for this game coming up with Auburn. Yeah, Janai Broom, uh, Jalen Williams, who's been around, I guess it's his fifth year at Auburn. 
Uh, they're two front line guys that are leading the scorers. Broom can defend the rim. He'll block some shots. He's got good craft and skill, can face up. Uh, both of those guys are wily. And this is why, I mean, I think Arkansas's front line, when you look at it from start to from, from start to finish through non-conference play, has probably been underwhelming. I think that that's easy to say. You had, you know, Trevor Brazil coming back from the injury. Then he dealt with the ankle injury after, at the end of the firming game. And before and somewhere in between there, he had three double-doubles, including 19-11-2 against Duke in that big win. Arkansas won that game, by the way, without Jamar Mark. I think Arkansas's front line, led by Brazil, is going to have to step up. Brazil had a bit of a bounce-back game in this last outing, 12 points, led the team with eight rebounds, 33 minutes. Hadn't done a whole lot the three prior games as he you know, effectively played on an ankle that he had sprained and I guess was trying to get back to 100%. We didn't get a lot of word on where he was percentage-wise, but he could look at his impact and his minutes and tell that he, he wasn't himself. Um, and then Jalen Graham's played well of late. Ten and a half points in Arkansas's last four games. He's shooting 75% from the field, 75% from the free throw line, which is a big deal for him because he's you know, typically not a very good free throw shooter. So I say those two guys' names, Hunter Lawson, the up and down but help the hog. Makai Mitchell's a veteran guy, been in the starting lineup most of last year, has had you know some good games this season. But collectively, it's just not been consistently good. I think Arkansas's front line is going to answer the challenge, and this is why I give Arkansas a slide as as good as Deny Broom and Jalen Williams. Uh, they, they they bring the other big man that's been around forever, Cardwell, off the bench. They they go a true two deep rotation, guys. Ten guys averaging double digit minutes factoring in. But I think Arkansas's front line is going to answer the challenge, and I give a slot edge to Arkansas's backcourt wing players in this game anyway. Um, but I, I think it starts with Brazil. I think keep an eye on him. This could be a, a, a you know, this will be, by the way, his first SEC game since he played at Missouri. I think a lot of eyes are on him. He's still protected as a first-round pick, and uh, despite his numbers, you know, he's averaging just just under ten points per game. But his efficiency's been there. We know what his versatility is as a face-up shooter. He needs to be a little tougher, play play with more physicality. I'm not saying he's going to have it all solved by Saturday, by tomorrow. But I think we might just see one of his better performances, and I think that's going to help Arkansas have a slight edge in this game playing at home. I'm not going to go as like I said. I'm not going to go as far as 100% predict a win, but I think Arkansas is going to be in a competitive game down to the wire, and I think I give an edge to Arkansas in that scenario. Kevin, what do you? I mean, do you feel like Brazil is 100% recovered from this ankle injury he had a couple of weeks ago? He doesn't seem to be the same player. Well, I think you can combine that with being out for a year with the knee. I think you already have some mental challenges to 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 not overcompensate or to you know play your full athleticism at your best. We saw moments of that where it's like, yeah, this guy's fully recovered, and then you turn an ankle, and you don't know what that does to somebody's psyche. I mean, here's a guy mm-hmm. again that's looking at a potential first round pick, and you're in your so you throw that into the mix as well. You, you you may have some doubt about how much you can go full full out uh, because you don't want to get hurt even again and make things worse. Then you've got the uh, this notion that hey, not only would anybody feel that way, but I'm also a guy that might be a first round pick. So you might not want to risk some things. So I just don't know what's going through his mind. I just can go and speculate a little bit on some of the factors surrounding it. But I do think it was obvious that. Uh, he was a guy that was starting to get some double doubles, starting to have more of an impact, starting to be a little more consistent. 
The problem was Arkansas did lose three out of four games there and then wrapped up with a big win. And you thought, okay, here he goes again. And then the end of the Furman game, boom, he sprained the ankle. All right, Kevin, we look forward to hearing from you next week. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Special thanks goes out to Fence Brokers and our friend Chris Walker.